Why do we work hard to solve small problems? Why do we reinvent ourselves and our clients over and over? And why are we giving away marketing strategy for free? It's time to bring home bigger paychecks. It's time to create the lifestyle we deserve and to make a greater impact. This is the Fractional CMO Show, and I'm Casey Stanton. Join me as we explore this growing industry and learn to solve bigger problems. Hey, welcome back. It's Casey. Let's get into it today. Let's talk about probably the number one first campaign that you ought to run for your clients as a fractional CMO. I want you to think think about it. What's the first thing you're going to run? Hmm. What would it be? You start working with a new client in the niche that you serve. What is the first thing that you're going to do? The first campaign that you're going to run? You think about it. Well, maybe you have some SEO experience, so you're going to do some kind of SEO overhaul. Um, we had a member who just recently signed on with a new client and within the first like two weeks identified a big problem with SEO and fixed it. And they went from effectively being like not indexed on Google to having just a ton of traffic come in. Um, th- like th- that's awesome. Now, I've never experienced that, right? I've never worked with a company that was like had non-indexed uh, category pages. Um, so that's not, that's not a campaign that I've run personally um, at the start with a client, but it was a good one. What else could you run? You might be thinking, well, maybe ads, maybe we could like dive into ads and fix them. Okay, yeah, like that could be something, especially if they're spending a lot of money on ads. Uh, I worked with a company that was running a podcast and that podcast was like super expensive to produce because they had to pay for a host and then they were generating these episodes that like didn't get downloads and it was just like really just kind of a lackluster experience all around. And again, it was very expensive. So like cutting that out, sure, like that's a good kind of initial campaign, but that's not the number one campaign that I like to run, that I wanna see fractional CMOs run. What's the number one campaign to run? What do you think it is? Hmm, is it making more money? Maybe, is it generating leads? Is it converting leads to customers? Is it getting more customers to buy? These are all good ideas, but the number one thing, that you gotta do is track everything. That's it, that's it. Declare that you're tracking everything. Track literally everything you can. And when I say everything, I mean things like what traffic source drove a sale? What traffic source originated a lead? What's the, 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 the funnel that someone went through to end up purchasing? Did they go from a Facebook ad to a Facebook lead form, to an email follow-up, to a call booking sequence, to attend a call, to a a demo, to a follow-up sequence, to a proposal, to an opportunity, to a closed one opportunity? Is that the process? Can you track every step along the way? You have to dial in this understanding of tracking. And if you're not technical, This is gonna be an edge for you, but you have to lean into it and you have to just get good at this stuff. You have to understand at least what you need. So I have a previous episode where I talked about having a data warehouse. And the idea of a data warehouse, just to quickly summarize, it's like you want one big old filing cabinet that all the data gets dumped into so you can pull reports out of it as needed. So an example report that you'd wanna pull is, show me all the leads that came in through this Facebook ad that turned into customers with a lifetime value north of $1,000. Do you see how like that's really important to be able to pull that? But it's also a lot of different places where that data would exist generally. It's like 
people came in from Facebook ads. Okay, you could go to like the Facebook lead form uh, on the back end of the Facebook ads and export all those people, okay? Um, and then you could see who had a call booked and a call attended and um, who has a lifetime value north of this. And like, it's not elementary to like pull that report, but it's critical that you pull it. So before I even want to pull reports when I start working with a client, or when you as a fractional CMO start working with a client, before you even start pulling reports to understand what to do, like what, like what data matters, you got to just track everything so that you have stuff that you can pull reports against. So let's talk about a couple examples where you need tracking. Well, the short answer is everywhere. And, and I want to say like this is declarative. This is kind of like you're putting your flag on the moon and you're saying, this is a new era. We are tracking everything. Everyone know that we're tracking everything. And I mean everything. So where can you start tracking better? Probably in all of your ads. If you're not using UTMs, UTMs, what are those? Those are little variables that we add to a URL that says where someone came from. Kind of like breadcrumbs. Right, the old school way that we used to track stuff, let's say on like infomercials is, um, call this phone number now and uh, type in code 4343. Or ask for Susie. Right, like those. Um, a commercial that was uh, broadcast in the um, Midwest uh, from the months of October through November of 2023. Let's just say that's what that was. So that's like an example of how you can use tracking. So in Facebook ads, you want to be able to add that same type of thing, but you want it to be kind of behind the scenes automated so that none of the consumers, customers have to remember to type in 4343 or whatever. So we do that by adding a custom variable to the URL. Um, if you're visual, kind of visualize this, it's you add question mark UTM underscore source equals Facebook ampersand UTM underscore medium equals CPC or ads or whatever your naming convention is. And then finally, uh, ampersand UTM underscore campaign equals and then whatever the name of the campaign is. And you can add more variables like term, UTM term. Um, there's a couple that you can choose from like UTM content uh, that are just um, part of Google Analytics. And if you're like, what's a UTM? A UTM stands for Urchin Tracking Metric, and that's because Google bought a company called Urchin, or like Urchin Analytics or something. Um, and that is the kind of, uh, uh, that was Google Analytics before it became Google Analytics. So instead of Google creating their own analytics from the ground up, they bought a company that was well-functioning, that was Urchin. Google still keeps that U letter, like UA dash, and then a couple of numbers. That's your, um, your uh, Google Analytics uh, profile, um, like your account and profile. So that, like that's, that's what you register when you register with Google Analytics, like that's UA dash and then a series of numbers. Um, my understanding is that comes from Urchin Analytics. Um, People, I think, previously thought it was universal analytics, but it's not because we're not, you know, living in the world of universal analytics anymore. Uh, we're living in the world of GF4. All right, so you've got these variables that you can add to the end of a URL, and you can track. You want to add these variables like source equals Facebook, medium equals CPC. Also, you want to do this like any email that you, that you send out. 
whatever you send email from. Um, let's say that your client uses MailChimp. Let's hope not. Oof, hate MailChimp. Um, but maybe there's another tool. Just for simplicity, we'll say MailChimp. MailChimp actually adds all of these UTMs for you automatically. That's nice. Um, any link that gets added to an email in MailChimp automatically gets appended. Maybe you have to like click a box that says like yes, like add these URL variables or something. Um, but it's pretty simple to, to do that. You just want to have all the emails that you send, like in autoresponders and broadcasts, any kind of campaign like that, you want to make sure that you're tracking where people came from because you want to then be able to capture that. So let's talk about a couple more places where you can track. We can track with vanity URLs. So the example of a vanity URL is go to fractionalcmoshow.com and that will redirect you to cmox.co slash podcast slash UTM source equals fractionalcmoshow.com and UTM medium equals redirect. So I know that you came, in, you came to the podcast page from fractionalcmoshow.com. Do you see how that's like useful in being able to track where people came from? You want to have tracking metrics uh, or tracking links, tracking variables added to everything that you can. If you have an email footer, like when you just like send correspondence and it says like, listen to my podcast here or check out our products here or buy a copy of my book here. You want that to have UTMs. You just want to know where everyone comes from. You want to just stop saying, okay, we have like a bunch of traffic that I don't know where it's coming from. And like, I know where some of this traffic comes from, like Google organic, because Google analytics picks that up pretty easily. I know that like 20% of our traffic is Google organic and like 80% is, I don't know. Now you're never going to know hundred percent of the time where all your traffic comes from. You're never going to be able to have perfect attribution, but you want to get good at getting all the attribution that you can. And that attribution starts again with adding UTMs to the URL. Then what? Well, then you have to capture those UTMs. It is not simply enough to have UTMs in all your links. You have to do something with it. So we can capture it in two ways. One is if you're using Google Analytics or another analytic tool, you're able to um, record page views and sessions and things like that, and you can see where people came from. So that's going to be helpful in some regard. That's cool. That's useful if you're spending a lot of time in analytics. Um, and, and you should at different intervals as a fractional CMO, like get in there, roll up your sleeves, understand where folks are coming from. Yeah. I don't, I don't really think it's a necessary thing to do on like a weekly basis. Um, at least quarterly, maybe monthly, certainly not weekly, unless the client is very specific on, you know, traffic generation through different sources and you're unable to track it any other way. Okay. But you have to actually parse that URL variable out and add it to the contact record when they opt in or when they buy. This is the thing. This is, this is like hard to do, okay? So what this looks like is any web form, someone comes to your website and opts in, any web form that they opt in at, you wanna parse the URL variables like the source, medium, and campaign, maybe term, content, etc. You want to parse that out of the URL string and add it to the contact record inside the CRM. Oof. What does that mean? That means that later, if John Doe goes to fractionalcmoshow.com and then clicks around and then goes to my book page and then uh, opts in for my book and buys my book, that URL string that has that he came from a URL redirect from fractionalcmoshow.com, that stays in a cookie that gets parsed and pulled into uh, uh, a few hidden fields in the form on our book opt-in page. 
So behind the scenes, he's saying like, here's my name, here's my email address. Uh, yes, I'd like to get my copy of the book. Awesome. So he does that. Behind the scenes though, we have a couple form fields that are hidden that reach up into the URL bar and grab the source, the medium, and the content. Those variables, and they, it, it adds that to his contact record. So he doesn't manually add those in when John Doe opts in. They're automatically added. And if they don't exist, then we don't have them, and we don't have tracking for where that person came from. And that certainly exists, right? We don't have perfect tracking across the board. But it's this idea of like track everything and don't rely on people telling you where they came from. I recently booked an appointment. And um, on the appointment, they said, how'd you hear about us? And there's like five options. And like the way I heard about them was not one of the options. It's like, what a worthless form, right? So like I had to give it bad data. Sometimes people ask me, where'd you hear about us? And I'm like, I really don't remember. Well, wouldn't it just be better programmatically if they could just parse the earliest refer from one of my cookies and say like, oh, uh, Casey first clicked on an ad and this was the UTM source medium and campaign data. So like I never had to remember where I saw them. I might have been like, oh, a friend said something about them. But like really I clicked an ad or watched a YouTube video or got a cold email or whatever it was. I don't want to ask people how they heard about me. I want to know how they heard about me. So I have to track everything by adding uh, these URL variables and then um, parsing them into web forms. Super, super important. The value, I'm sure you can understand, over time is like super duper valuable, right? Being able to understand where people came from that ended up purchasing. Let's say, for instance, you have a client that's going to go talk. They're going to go give a presentation and they're going to go present to the whole room. They're like, hey, I'm so tickled. You know, my target audience is going to be at this uh, conference and I was asked to speak. And you're like, sweet. Let's talk about your talk. What are you doing? What's the call to action? And they're like, mm, I don't know. I think I'll just have them go over to this page and buy my book or something. It's like, great. But if you just say go to like this page to buy the book, you're not tracking where they came from. So let's just put together a vanity URL. So it's website.com slash conference. Go there, and then that URL redirects to website.com slash book slash order now slash UTM source equals conference and UTM medium equals conference. UTM campaign equals 2023-09 trade show. Whatever it is, you're able then to track that that lead came in from the conference. It was that audible um, offer that you had that turned into a lead. So I hope you start to see that you can start tracking everything. You can track URLs on postcards. You can track um, ads. You can track uh, all emails that you send. Like that's a good thing to get started on. And then just start looking at all of these other gaps where you can track and start adding those. If you just start right now, if your client's spending any considerable budget on ads, just start tracking all the ads with absolute specificity. And then from there, slowly, you know, as time allows, just get better tracking across the board. Now, again, the hardest thing for you to do is going to be to get these web forms to start parsing out that data from the URL field. I say it's hard because it's, it can just be tricky sometimes. You're using like a UTM underscore Z cookie. Um, you know, what do you do with people that have ad blockers up? Um, what do you do if people are using DuckDuckGo? Uh, all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, you're going to have to like overcome those issues. Sure. 
and it's really valuable to have this data. I'd rather track 50% of my traffic perfectly than not, right? Sure, 100% would be even better, but you'll never get to 100%. So you're just kind of in this game where you're tracking everything and you understand that you won't be able to track everything. <laughs> it's like a true duality. Um, okay, so that's what I want you to do. And when you talk to your clients about this, I want this to be a big deal. I want you to make this... Um, definitive, authoritative. I want you to share this with them in such a way that it's like, um, they, they know that you're, they're in a new era with you. This isn't like, okay, guys, we're going to do this campaign, that campaign, and we're going to track everything. It's like, no, 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 no. Like, we're sending an email on Wednesday. Okay, we've got the webinar next week, and then we're going to track everything. It's like, nope. This is like, there's a before track everything and an after track everything. It's a new era in the client's business. Everyone always needs to be tracking everything and they need to learn about it and consider it. And every time you catch them not tracking something, you have a conversation like, hey, looks like this wasn't tracked. How do we make sure we track it next time? What happened? Uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Track everything. You start and every time you see something that's not tracked, you fix it with the team. You know, you delegate to them and, and the tech folks and everything and they go and, and, and track everything. And over time, that data gets really, really strong and you get in a really good position to be able to make really intelligent um, insights on what's driving new customer acquisition and allows you to play the long game. So what's the long game? The long game is, oh, if we attract customers from this traffic source, they're expensive up front, but over time they have a really high lifetime value and it's absolutely worth it. You know, those kind of things is what you're looking for. All right. All right. And if I can help you, I would love to help you. I, this is like my passion um, I love helping businesses grow and fractional CMOs build their fractional CMO practice. Um, we've got a fractional CMO who just started working with a company um, that does uh, training in the marketing space, which I think is just such a cool confirmation of the value here. Businesses aren't looking for fractional CMOs exclusively for marketing strategy. It's like, yeah, obviously they want marketing strategy, right? But that's not what they need. We've had high-end um, marketing kind of experts, people that I think are very good at marketing, hire our fractional CMOs. Why would they hire our fractional CMOs? Why would a great marketer hire a fractional CMO? I'll tell you. It's because they need a leader to run the marketing department, to build the team, to run it like a tight ship. That's what they're looking for. That's what you can do. I'd love to help you. If you're interested, just book a call with my team. Go to cmox.co slash call or get this. Go to cmox.com slash call and book a call in with my team. We just bought the .com. Woohoo, big deal. All right, book a call with my team. We'll support you. We'll see if we can help you. And if we can, you know, we'll tell you what that would look like. We'll tell you about the events that we have going on, the ways that we support other fractional CMOs just like you, people with less experience than you and people with probably more experience than you, kind of across the gamut, go win high paying clients on their terms. What I mean by that is we've got members that take great vacations, completely unplugged, so chill. They're living this great life. They're making a great income and making a huge impact for their clients. If that's what you want to do, We'd love to help you. Book a call, cmox.com slash call. Take care. Thank you for joining us for today's show. For more information and episodes, visit our site at fractionalcmoshow.com. Go ahead and punch that like and subscribe button on your favorite podcast app. 
it means a lot, at least to my mom. 